Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. was the clap someday we gotta keep the clap in the recording uh yeah maybe it's this day who yeah, knows i don't know <laughs> it's it so, is not this day <laughs> did you you did not see venom right <laughs> no i didn't did you but you don't yeah but you don't care if i they spoil the entire nah, movie spoil spoil it away okay. man well i'm not gonna do it right right, right that, i'm not gonna do that right now but i can do okay. it later later uh, that sounds the good. Comic reliefy kind of portion. Um, and I'll <laughs> be spoiling things that you haven't read, so that's just fair. Well, <laughs> no, but don't do that for Doomsday Clock because I'm going to read it when we're done recording. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, man, you still haven't read Doomsday Clock. I so know. I'm sorry. Whatever. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> people that turn their volumes down to hear us. Um, welcome to the 12th Level Intellects podcast. This is a podcast called 12th Level Intellects. We've uh, been doing this for over a year. We've still not, you know, figured out really a cohesive intro to this. I'm James, and that's Ted. <laughs> I'm Ted, and, <laughs> and that's James. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. I wasn't sure. There was Just that one funny episode where we were each other, but we're not doing that again. Uh, not today. Today is not that day. What? No. I'm Again. just I'm doing just that. Just bring it back going. every time. Yeah. Yeah. It'll uh, it'll come. That's not the last time this episode that I'll probably say that. I like how <laughs> we had to be like elementary schoolers during a time where there were popular characters named Aragorn, Aragon, Aragog. Uh, there's probably more, <laughs> and I never knew who was what, and I didn't care, and I don't really still. So anyway, there was Al Gore. <laughs> Al Gore was a big one. <laughs> the boring one. Am I right? Uh, yeah, okay, so today we're going to be talking about the first episode of Titans. I know the second one's out by now, right? No, today's Friday. No, <laughs> today's Thursday. <laughs> it's coming out on Friday. By the time you're hearing this, the second one's already come out, but we can't time mm-hmm. travel yet, so we haven't watched it. And uh, I've, we've talked about things that probably didn't Yeah, come we true. made some predictions so you... that I'm sure I'm sure will all be correct, because we're really mm-hmm. smart. So, um, exactly. all right. Well, you have news and I don't, so go ahead and I'll sit here silently while you talk about it. Well, I don't have much news, um, and one of them you you can kind of help me with, actually. Um, I said I'm sitting here silently. Well, we've established the rules of the game. Well, today is not that day that you will be sitting silently. All right. (laughs) So the first piece of news: um, the CW is doing their annual superhero crossover coming up, and. It's called Elseworlds. It's going to be very multiversal in composure. Uh, The Monitors have been cast in it. Oh, really? What? I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? A Monitor. At least A Monitor. Okay. So we're going to have a Monitor. You're talking about the uh, Monitor. Not the uh, Anti-Monitor. 343 Guilty Spark uh, that runs the Halos, right? That's what you're talking about? That sounds about right. Yeah, not the one uh, from Crisis on Infinite Earths. It would make sense to have the the DC character in a DC show. Yeah, no, it makes a lot more sense to put the Halo character in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, That's that's what I was thinking. That's why I said that. I know. That's why you're right. Thank so that they released <laughs> <laughs> they released these promo images where one of them is really cool. You see 
Oliver Queen as the Flash and Barry yeah. Allen as Arrow. I thought that Arrow. was weird ass fan art at first. I think most people probably did. Yeah. Well, that so you actually shared with me a yeah, second, the one second one was that fan I art, didn't yeah. understand. Oh, it was fan art. Yeah. That's why I didn't understand it. I was like, I don't know who these people are. Like, <laughs> I, can't I didn't even reply remember which, to it. Oh no, like, it was I feel yeah, dumb. It was, I was, it was Oliver Queen with Supergirl hair and Supergirl in the Green Arrow outfit, wasn't it? Is oh, that what it was? Yeah. And no, <laughs> I don't know. It didn't look like that, but I guess maybe it was. I had no idea like, what, what you were trying what to show. What is this? <laughs> I was like, somebody is Supergirl, but I don't recognize them. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to bring up that promo image. That should be a really cool crossover. That's, yeah. I don't keep up with the shows anymore. I just watched the crossovers, at least as of last year, uh-huh. um, even though... I want to. I wish I did. I don't know. I'm excited about the Batwoman show. I'm gonna give that a try. I'm and, already upset um, that the Flash has started again because I was I was happy to be done finally watching the last season. I am always so behind that it takes me like an extra month or two to finish it. And the Flash already started. I think Arrow's starting this week or next week. I don't know, but it's like, come on, yeah. man, give me give me a break a little bit. I got because I have to watch them. So you know. I guess this is kind of like a part B to this piece of news. Uh, but I I hear that Tyler. Tyler Hoechlin is that his uh-huh. name who plays sure. Superman in the Supergirl show? Mark Mark's wife calls him Tyler Hoochie Lin because he, okay. he got well, like that's, a Hoochie that's Lin. We'll call him. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Lin. Right. Well, he might get his own Superman show. <laughs> yeah. For the CW. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about developing about his own show. That could be pretty cool. There's you see that um, picture of him in a black Superman costume? That's right. He's gonna be in a black costume for the Elseworlds. <laughs> and there was just that comment like. Steve Stephen Amell, you can't just post Superman in a black costume with no caption. <laughs> you can't you yeah. have to explain this. <laughs> Pulling a Zack Snyder on everyone. And yeah, yeah. Taking it out later. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's one thing. Another thing that's happening is uh, the Flashpoint movie for the DCEU uh-huh. is getting moved. It's getting pushed back to 2021. And yeah. rumors are that Ben Affleck is totally done being Batman. Yeah, I think and he's gone. Stuff like that. So it should be interesting to we see. We think that a lot, but I think this time it's for real. I think it's for real. <laughs> and I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. He did yeah. not have a good career as Batman. <laughs> no. no. He, had so a, he played yeah. Batman well in one movie. Maybe mm-hmm. two. His Suicide Squad Batman wasn't terrible, but it was, I don't know. Kind of Kevin pointless. Smith went to Instagram <clears throat> last week and posted a photo of him and John Hamm that was kind mm. of like hashtag Batham being like, I want John <laughs> Hamm to be Batman. And honestly, that's great. That's a great casting choice. Yeah. So He's maybe a suitable maybe, replacement, I think. Yeah. If they do like a sort of reboot thing with this Flashpoint movie and they recast Batman, which I think they should do, um, yeah. I have no problem with that sort of approach. He'd be an awesome choice. I remember, like, for a long time, I thought the Flashpoint idea was dumb because, like, even up till, like, a week ago, <laughs> because I was like, what the hell? You don't even have faith in your own thing. But really, like, well, it's such a mess. <laughs> it's so, it's, and it's, it's a historical thing to do for DC just I to, know. we'll have an event that reboots things and lets yeah. us start clean. <laughs> and you need that every now and then if you mess up your continuity. So. Well, it's like... I, I didn't really realize this, but I don't think Man of Steel was originally intended to be like a jumping off point into a MCU no. for DC. Like it was just a like like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies were just uh, Christopher Christopher Nolan wants to make Batman movies. And so he did. Mm-hmm. And then Zack Snyder just wanted to make a trilogy of Superman movies, essentially, you know, with different characters or whatever. And then, uh, but then they're that like, no, really we got to use this. We got to use this as mm-hmm. the, we got to catch up. 
Like, oh, okay. Because they tried to do that with Green Lantern also, the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. That didn't work out so good. It did not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I saw a report today on BleedingCool.com that um, Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, mm-hmm. he said that they shot so much footage yeah. for the Justice League movie that it could have been two movies worth yeah. of stuff. And apparently a lot got cut. So that was um, the article of it was like, there's not a Snyder cut. There's two Snyder cuts. Oh. was the article I looked like <laughs> or that I looked at. And it was, um, I mean, that's not really true that there are two different versions of the movie, but that there was enough footage to maybe fit two movies mm. worth, which is similar to what Jared Leto said when he um, recorded his scenes. The Joker, the Joker stuff, yeah. For there Suicide was so much Squad. Joker stuff, yeah. It's the same sort of <laughs> it's all. there. I do wonder when actors say that how much how true it is only because like <laughs> right they're there for everything but like do they have a, a sense of yeah exactly, is their perception yeah. of it like correct i mean not and not to say that some are not like in I mean, tune script to that analysis enough, but, is a real thing to do so yeah actors gotta gotta know i just mean if long, my yeah. <laughs> my movie that i've been filming the end battle scene has you know five actors playing like 20 characters so we've had to film mm-hmm. every shot of that like four to five times and if you were one of the actors you'd probably think like god damn this is you know a lot of movie right here but really like all that's going to go by in like 10 minutes so yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, I i i i believe that there probably was a lot of the movie we haven't seen but... i um i was telling our uh composer the other day adam mullen that mm-hmm. uh we should maybe do an episode coming up soon where all we do is kind of plug our own creative Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> endeavors. And we don't Here's talk about anything else. in the future. <laughs> it's just a selfish, greedy episode. Yeah, and us. that'll get a total of 234 views, I predict. Which is a chunk of views. <laughs> it's more than we started off with when we launched this channel. I was at a, I was at a friend's house for a couple of days uh, this, these last couple of days. And we were just scrolling through YouTube, and it recommended to him the Mask of the Phantasm timeline. Uh, and at the time, it had 18,000 views. And nice. they just stopped. Like, all of us were drunk just sitting around in his living room, and he just stopped to go, like, whoa. Like, none of the videos we ever made got this much. Like, you, could, you uh-huh. couldn't, it's getting so good for you, James, and all this stuff. And I was like, well, Aww. thanks. <laughs> I guess, I guess, uh, I'll agree when I feel like it has yeah uh, people will people will see the channel and be like man you guys deserve so many more subscribers like this is the most subscribers i've ever thought i would ever have (laughs) this is amazing keep them coming coming. don't go away yeah (laughs) just stay if you're listening to this don't ever leave or we'll find you Um, exactly uh, i had one more piece okay yeah yeah go do it because i don't have anything (laughs) okay this is a um a bit of a sort of an ongoing discussion we've had about like it, it's kind of in that same realm of James Gunn and how he got mm-hmm. fired from Marvel for Guardians of the Galaxy. Hold on, let me let my cat out of the door. <laughs> I was trying to figure <laughs> out what you're doing. Yeah. I know. He'll be back. Someday we'll have a, they a podcast room that back. we actually record in and we can have all the pets in there with us all the time, causing That'd be lots awesome. of messes. That'd be That's the goal. Good, good for the podcast. Okay. So, along the lines, uh, so, okay. This is another case of a creator getting kind of unjustly fired for something that happened on Twitter. You're teasing and, me so much. What is and it? In this case, it's um, Chuck Windig, who's a writer for I don't know of, who that is. Uh, Marvel's. He's one of. Uh, well, he was a novelist first who started doing Star Wars comics for Marvel. Okay. 
And so he has a book um, called Shadow of Vader that was really successful, really critically acclaimed. And he was just fired from it because he took to Twitter to defend the book from a bunch of rabid trolls who were like really angry at him for introducing an lgbtq character mm. to the mar or to the star wars universe and the series this of books same thing. Yeah. right <laughs> marvel <laughs> star wars whatever um and so yeah i i think the I, I haven't actually read the tweets um i kind of maybe i should look them up just to, to there was a there was a, a box of kleenexes at the store that had thor on them and then right next to that, it had the Olaf from Frozen. And then right next to that, it had Darth Vader. And I thought, like, oh, man, they just don't ever, ever – Disney owns everything. <laughs> like, yeah, they're they, just side by side. Really like, do, do you remember how we own all these properties? Oh, yeah. Thank you for the reminder. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't read Sleep the, the, well the tweet <laughs> that he actually did, but he, he said something nasty back to the trolls. Like, he defended himself and defended the reason why he included characters like that in the book. Um, and it's kind of an instance of Comics Gate, um, like really similar to Gamergate, where these um, just right wing, like hardcore, just trolls just okay. try to slam anything that might be different or unique. They just not to... like what he's doing with Darth Vader, is it? They it? they um... don't like introducing LGBTQ characters to the Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's it's those it dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, those guys. <laughs> So, Maybe I shouldn't say that. On, well, no, I. I, I mean, that. you don't I'm have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, fuck them. But yeah, yeah. But it's still. So he defended himself. He defended their inclusion. I didn't read the exact wording he did, because uh -huh. um, it seems like he Was probably attacked beyond, them back. Yeah. I mean, fuck them, right? But still, Marvel yeah. let him go. They fired him for the it. The cat's back. And yeah, he is. Welcome <laughs> back, cat. That's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say that that's an ongoing sort of cultural thing that's happening right now, especially with comics, with video games, with creative types in general, having to navigate this online sphere and having to be really yeah. careful about what they say or else they're going to lose their jobs um, if they piss off the wrong fan, yeah, which is kind of crazy. The same people, the same friends, I was just talking about how... Uh, like Marvel, apparently, uh, part of the, your contract as an actor for MCU movies is like at any time they can ask you to go make like an appearance as that character, like a children's hospital or something like that. So it's yeah. like you are obligated to do that, but it's also kind of annoying that that's like a thing that you have to do or whatever. But it's like mm -hmm. it's such a good thing. Like you know, you shouldn't be upset about it. So like dis like in on one hand, it's like. Yeah, Disney's doing such good things, you know? There's, oh, you want to meet Spider-Man? Here he is, baby. But then right. at the same time, it's, like, a little bit shady that they, like, <laughs> like force you to do that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't I know. Don't, that's, that's I personally am fine with it. I just mean, like, yeah. it's like a Disney thing. Like, a, mm -hmm. oh, Disney's in charge of everything. So they're, like, you can't say no to flying over to cancer town <laughs> but i i uh yeah flint michigan oh no that's yeah their water still sucks see this um, pot, this episode is gonna get the low view count we've already yeah we're i know so sorry <laughs> I, I went there i went there Same, um yeah on the, on the topic of marvel too this just came to me i didn't write this down but black widow is getting her own movie and Scarlett Johansson is yeah. getting a really big payday for it, which is awesome. I think it's $12 million that Ooh. she negotiated to star in that movie. 
That's probably so still like a third of what Robert Downey Jr. makes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know for sure. But I, I'm glad I think they're treating her right. Yeah, yeah. I hope that they dive into like all the weird stuff about her past that we don't understand. Because mm-hmm. it's on one hand, it's like, oh, I like the intrigue. But on the other hand, like, what is the what's the ballet thing? What's the shooting thing? What's the what's going on? Yeah, Tell me what's happening. Yeah. What, why'd what you, happened why'd you between dye your her hair? and Bruce Banner? Why do you cut your hair every Avengers movie? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool. I'll give her that. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer long hair Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. Yeah. But it's uh, but she keep, every Avengers movie she has just short. I think I like the f- yeah Iron Man too. I like the yeah. Curly. That's the best one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's the first well, appearance. <laughs> Welcome to Twelve Five Wind Lakes. Which Scarlett Johansson <laughs> do you like best? Yeah. Let us know in, in the, the comments. comments. Yeah, send it best in your Black Widow. recommendations. All right, uh-huh. so is it time to talk about Titans with Joe Kendrick? Yeah, yeah, my little brother's gonna join us. That's I mean, gonna cool. in the past, and now yeah, it's gonna the in the future, past. past, days of future. What's up, Beyond fans? Benjamin David here from the Above and Batman Beyond podcast. Just got to interrupt the 12th level intellects real quick here. Sorry, but not sorry, guys. Uh, That's what we do here in New Jersey. We interrupt people. Good luck getting in a word on the East Coast. Just kidding. Just up in New York Comic Con. Speaking of New Jersey, uh, yeah, man, met my hero. Felt like an eight-year-old kid again. Pee in my pants. I literally told the voice of Batman, Kevin Conroy, who I just ran into, literally ran into the dude at Comic Con. I told him, I was like... I'm going to cry. No, I'm not. And he goes, thank you. (laughs) Batman friggin' thanked me, guys. So if you're a DCAU fan, I wanted to promote my most recent episode of Above and Batman Beyond. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, BatmanBeyondPodcast.com, and future episodes as well. The show is from the future. Batman, you know your shit. It's Batman Beyond. Uh, Yeah, so future episodes are going to be coming. I do have one more left. Uh... From Khan, I did an off-premises interview with a podcaster named Omar Spahi, and he is uh, a writer from the from LA. He has a podcast called The Dreamers Podcast, and uh, his dream is to write for DC Comics. So to fulfill that dream, uh, he has a podcast and he interviews comic creators. So I was lucky enough to uh, have hit, he let me do my show in his super fancy setup. Uh, you know, lights, it looked like the friggin' Joe Rogan experience. Awesome. But this past episode, not just, not only did I meet Kevin Conroy, but I, due to my con hustle, uh, got press access to interview clips from New York Comic Con of Batman the Animated Series Blu-ray. Uh, so they remastered, as listeners probably know, the Batman the Animated Series, the original uh, Batman the Animated Series and remastered. It's on Blu-ray, so they were promoting that at Con. Hence, why Kevin Conroy was standing there waiting for an interview, uh, and I awkwardly fangirled out on him. <laughs> but uh, they also had a whole panel and press interviews. Again, due to my Con hustle, C506.net. Shout out to C506. Um, I was handing out business cards. This guy Johan from C506 took a liking to me and had me come back on Monday. I met back up with them. Artist of Harley Quinn, John Timms, ate lunch with us. And this dude, Cody, uh, from 3-0, who is a collectibles company uh, for marketing. And yeah, they all like me. He's like, yeah, we're going to send you stuff and we're, you know, welcome to the team. So point is, I then not only got Kevin Conroy to do the send-off of my show, but then I got six interviews 
uh, clips from that press uh, event. So Tara Strong, the voice of Batgirl, Kevin Conroy for even more content, the voice of Batman, uh, Eric Rudomsky, huge early influence on Batman the Animated Series, art direction, and uh, he's the guy who, you know, again, listeners probably know this, but uh, when the Batman the Animated Series was first drawn, the backgrounds, it was his idea to do it on the black paper, excuse me, with the uh, light colors versus, you know, dark colors on white paper, which was the original industry standard. So huge influence. He was there. Bruce Tim. That's the ultimate interview though. Like dude doesn't do fan interviews. Ask anybody, ask the gentleman with the podcast here. So I, that was such a get for me. And I cannot believe I got uh, an interview clip of Bruce Tim for like five minutes on above and Batman beyond. So I had to promote that. And also, uh, any DC collectors, I got a DC Collecticast show, uh, so search for that, iTunes, and the Anchor app. So thanks, guys, and check out our website, too, batmanbeyondpodcast.com and comicbookintl.com. Uh, that's the network where you're going to find all the Bat-related shows. Um, yeah, thanks, 12th Level Intellects, and again, not really sorry for in, uh, interrupting you, because your show rules, I wanted to be on it, and that's how we do in Jersey. Peace! So today we got a guest on the show. It's Hello, my everyone. little brother, Joe. Hey, guys. It's his little brother, Joe. Hey, little brother, Joe. <laughs> so Joe, is, Joe is famous for that Batwoman remix that you've heard in two different right? videos by this point. So. Ooh, it's been on two. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know it was on the second one either. Yeah, the, the Batwoman the Trivia royalties? Tuesdays that we did recently. Yeah. Um, That's right. Yeah. I'll have to show you yeah. that later. Right. Well, research to do. I got him here today because he's visiting me in town, but we're also going to talk about the new Titans show that just premiered on uh, the DC Universe streaming app, and it was definitely a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it passed the test of whether it's a show or not. That's very not. true. I've never seen a version of Titans like this before. <laughs> you guys, you guys was... just watched it like an hour ago, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fresh. So you've had a little bit more time to digest it. Yeah, I watched you've it had, like, at lunch, yeah. So, okay. where to begin? Uh, <laughs> Let's start at the start. Uh-huh. Yes. It starts with Raven. Right. Um, and she's just in a room, just being all emo. Being all emo. What is, what is her name in this? Rachel? Rachel is that a comic? Is that a comic uh, it pseudonym is. for her? Okay. Yeah, that was kind of her secret identity name right. for forever. They all like have their secret identity names yeah. from the comics. Even Starfire, who's Corey Anders. Right. Yeah. Like I did like that. Was that something that she's done like in a in a Thor uh, Thomas Blake or whatever kind of way, where she just makes up a name that's sort of similar to her name? Uh, or yeah. I mean, that was her secret identity in the New Teen Titans comic. Okay. From the from the nineteen eighties. Joe, but what is definitely? Your, what is yeah. Joe's like? comic book uh background at all <laughs> i don't it's, know it's um much smaller it's probably a, a solid two percent i feel like of text <laughs> <laughs> i like to think he's sifted through my library a good bit though it's sifting well i'm at like three percent of ted's knowledge so we're it's oh. okay we're in the same ballpark about here. the same well, have you read much titans joe not as much titans comics yeah. i'm more familiar with the show Okay, with, like yeah. the 2003 right. show and then Teen Titans Go and all that. Right, more along those <laughs> the lines. The best That's interpretation. That's my exposure. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we had well, jokes is... before about how this Titans show is like the answer to people that hate Teen Titans Go for being too silly or whatever. And I don't know. Polar opposite of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, could what, could we, what would we not do exactly? Yeah. On the, on the Teen well, Titans. We're not going to scrape yeah. people's faces <laughs> along the charred yeah. glass window <laughs> and bricks. We'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. That was. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about it now. That was an amazing fight scene. It was yeah, weird. yeah. It was well, the introduction of Robin. Okay, so <laughs> we had seen the trailers being very, uh, like, CW. Um, Which, not... to be fair, it's produced by Greg Berlanti, who okay, does all those okay. CW shows. But it's also Jeff Johns produced, I think. So mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, like, what I'm is it? Sure. where is it going to fall yet? But he, we, we he... see... We saw the previews for it being very Riverdale-ish, like it's just really moody on purpose and stuff. I didn't actually think it was as much like that as I thought it was going to be in the actual show. Um, like it felt a little more like a normal TV show than I thought it mm-hmm. was going to. I thought it was going to be too cheesy yeah. and over the top on purpose, but... Um, I agree with that. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It was, I mean, it had its moments for sure, but yeah. I thought it was pretty well balanced overall. Better than expected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Robin in particular that I mean the whole thing from the trailers, you know, that it was yeah, the fuck, fuck Batman, Batman line. Yeah. Which yeah. came across better in the show than it did in the trailer. Like in the I, trailer it was still it was very just like out of left field, what the hell that you know, like because he says that right after they're like, Where's Batman? as if that's his response to that. But then in the show it was actually more of like a like oh, after the fight, he yeah, he was. Shown him. Yeah, he mm-hmm. doesn't like Batman at this point, like which wasn't necessarily apparent in the trailer. So yeah, yeah, I saw it coming though. When we were watching that whole scene, yeah. I was like, wait, I, like this is where he was says talking it, yeah. in the room. They're like, oh, this is great, this is great. I was like, hey, here it is, here it is. Yeah, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I could. Yeah, he he turns toward the camera, and I was like, oh, he's gonna say it, and then he turns away from the camera for a second, and then he turns back. To, okay, now he's gonna say it. <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting for that line. Did you notice um, my favorite part of the episode was when um, Raven is eating a bowl of cereal where you can't see what the name of the cereal is. In every shot, it's a different letter of the word tricks is covered by like a chair or a glass or something. And I definitely like, <laughs> noticed she was eating tricks. <laughs> yeah, but it was like so obviously purposely covered up for copyright reasons. <laughs> like, no, it's uh, it's not a cereal that you know. Uh, I don't know, man. It was it was obvious to me. I, well, yeah, I actually thought about that yeah. when I was watching. It was like I, they must have released tricks. It was always like Twix, tricks, or Ricks, or something. Like you never saw the full thing. Silly wabbit. I did not that. Well, yeah, you'll have was, to watch it there. again, I guess. I yeah. <laughs> My eyes are not attuned. Yeah, these are producer things. When you produce things, you have to look in the background and yep. be like, oh, yep. there's a label. There's yeah. a label. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, not to put any labels on the show, but let's let's do that. What do you, what do you Well, uh... I, speaking of like have like cinematic eye for things i guess is like i i was i can't help but look for cinematography stuff nowadays um and i actually was kind of impressed with how good the show looked like i was Mm -hmm. really thinking it was going to look a lot cheaper than it did like especially like the the vfx on starfire's Mm -hmm. fire looked pretty okay and the guy turning into ash looked pretty okay like that was was fine it was way better than the supergirl or arrow flash Mm -hmm. special effects Mm -hmm. so I don't know. By far. That's surprising, yeah. The Robin fight scene and, like, hit the opening <laughs> shot where he leaps across the, oh, the roof. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that was. We awesome. never see Robin actually throw one of his little Robin R's. Every shot that he throws it, he just goes like halfway with his arm, and then it cuts to the Robin mm-hmm. R like smacking into something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, Did, "Can you not throw a thing? Does he not? Is he not trained to do this, the actor?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could see that being tough. I'm sure all that CGI though. Maybe all yeah. The R's. yeah. The R's. At least a couple the shots, R's. yeah. <laughs> He has to shout R whenever he throws him. I I wish that this, I guess I'm spoiled with Netflix, but I wish it had just like dumped as an entire season. Yeah, yeah. It's weird streaming something and being like, well, I still have to wait another week. But that's why DC Universe is milking people for their subscription. Mm -hmm. I I noticed that the the second episode, like the thumbnail is up, but you can't click it yet. Like you can't watch it yet. And it's called Hawk and Dove. And it made me think of how the Justice League Unlimited episode about Hawk and Dove was also called Hawk and Dove. And I was like, can you not come up with any more clever of a name for a Hawk and Dove themed episode? Than, it could be. Why are their or- names? What are they called? <laughs> it could be Order and Chaos because that's their whole yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, See, that's Hawks. already a better name <laughs> for the episode. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ted. <laughs> do, you, do you think that Dove is going to be revealed to be Dick Grayson's partner? At the Detroit PD, because oh, she's got blonde hair. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, that, yeah, that, could, that would make sense. I kept well, thinking the whole time that maybe that was her, but... By the time that this uh, podcast episode comes out, I believe the second episode will be up, so we'll, we'll sound out. like fools if it's not. Right. But... <laughs> it's speculation. How wrong yeah. we were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I, I didn't expect Raven to be as supernaturally weird like this early, I guess. Like, I thought maybe she would be like, oh, something's wrong with me, but I don't know what it is. But then she already is just like, I have a weird demon version of me inside me and that can come out of me and kill people. And, and jump into other people's yeah, mouths and yeah. come back out as vomit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty crazy. That was awesome. Yeah. I can't say I'm surprised. The, the the whole first scene actually we were talking about this yeah. and I was like uh, that like Raven doesn't have a mom like I mean yeah. her mom is is like a priestess or something from yeah. a parallel dimension it was what Azeroth yeah. yeah yeah Azeroth not Metreon not Zenthos no no <laughs> no and so it was like well that's like is that her mom because she's from parallel dimension yeah. or whatever and then very and soon said, yeah what did Joe say and Joe said maybe <laughs> she's adopted and, <laughs> wow and, and you're sort of right I guess Right? It's definitely not a real mom. No, it was not her real mom. That was a very early plot point. Yeah, mom yeah it was very quick. In the head, too. That was a, that's when I knew the show was like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the was eye. the first moment of, like, uh, over-the-top violence, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Like, was I think that was before the Robin fight. I think that was yeah. the first instance of, like, Jesus Christ, what is this? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> this is not Teen Titans yeah. Go. Well, and similarly, like the the trailer when they show Ravens having like dreams about the Flying Graysons, it it still seemed very um, tongue in cheek, overly dramatic. But in the show, I thought it actually came off kind of well. Like, okay, very b- basics of my reaction to the Titans episode is that. I thought it was going to be bad, and then it wasn't that bad. And I don't know, maybe I that's not the same your... way. Okay. Cause, <laughs> no, it was. Maddie yeah. was talking to us about how much he hated every little violent oh. moment and all this stuff. And, I, like, he mentioned how, fair, like... everybody kills uh, yeah. somebody. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay. Except Beast Boy. I, the so he he didn't he had a like a big really big problem with robin like you know breaking the guy's hand and and shoving like a knife through the guy and all that stuff or no he he shoves like a 
the gun barrel through someone's right. neck and stuff like that. Um, or the hammer, I mean. But the it wasn't... It was overly gratuitous, but it was like, oh, at this point, he's like just so angsty and fed up with Batman that he's just like, I'm not going to play by Batman's rules anymore. I'm just going to do whatever I want. And then it, that was okay to me after that. Um, it was still like, yeah, exactly. it didn't feel like a Superman snapped Zod's neck. Like, that's not my Superman or whatever. It, it felt mm, like, a, this seems natural for Robin at this point in his life to do these kind of things. But Yeah. And and maybe he'll soften up a little bit throughout the series it didn't seem like straight up murder as much <laughs> as it was like he's in this huge group battle yeah and, i actually really like the shot where he like it's a really long shot of him just like uppercutting people and then he like extends the staff into yeah. two guys that was pretty cool yeah <laughs> yeah we cheered yeah that's <laughs> yeah. great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well um, um beast boys scene was pretty cool yeah we were trying to guess when when that first started about oh, what yeah. animal he might be rummaging right. around we the store, guessing. I was yeah, thinking mouse. It was, mouse it and was a very strange yeah choice to just <laughs> be a parrot. tiger, yeah. a green tiger. Well, because yeah. there was the parrot on the TV screen. Yeah, that's oh, why yeah. there was there was all this green imagery in the background, and there was a parrot yeah. on the branch. He took a really a long time to yeah. turn back into a, a, a human boy. Right. Like I was like thinking, penguin. like is this going to be every time he transforms? Like, give me five minutes. Uh, hang on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, I gotta <laughs> readjust here. My all my werewolf. bones crack into place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very werewolf. Okay. And that I think was probably the worst effect of the whole show was the tiger, but it was still better than I expected it to be. I guess like mm-hmm. a tiger on you know, when they do like Grodd on the Flash, it just looks so bad. But <laughs> when they did this, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or King Shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually probably the worst one is the shark. Yeah, yeah. Um, Starfire. I really interesting backstory. Yeah, I was yeah. okay with it actually. Like it was another one of those I didn't think I'd like this because everybody sees yeah. the pictures of her and she's like dressed like a prostitute and she's in a weird fur coat and all this stuff yeah, and everybody's yeah. like that's no Starfire, but then like <laughs> I don't know, it doesn't need to be the same as you expected. Why? Why do people care so much about this? She's, <laughs> she's not Starfire yet. Yeah, I guess. She's, nobody's called her that. She's Corey, Corey Anders. Right. And she didn't even know she that. I thought it was weird that she had lost her memory to the point where she didn't know what was going on or who any of the people were, but she could still, like, speak Austrian or German or whatever the hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, funny. I can remember this, but <laughs> not anything I lo- else. <laughs> I like the scene where she goes back to the hotel and the, and yeah. the, the clerk there is like, can I send you anything up? Yeah. Same thing as last time? Oh, you're going to make me blush. Yeah. Talk about herself. <laughs> yeah. Send um, her on up. Well, the, yeah, that was the only part that I, uh, I was weirded out by the murder, <laughs> was that she just like gets the information out of the guy from the closet and then just breaks his neck. And I was thinking, like... Like, what's the point? Is that okay? Because uh, if, if you didn't know this was Starfire, it's almost setting her up like the villain. And that might yeah. be what's happening. Like, I think that would be cool if that is what's happening. Like, that they have to actually, like, te- like teach her to not be a murderous alien or something. But I don't know. Maybe she's not even an alien. She probably is, though. But well, didn't they talk knows? about Raven being, like, the guys that were after her were somehow sent by one of Starfire's guys or something? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, the yeah. People, the people who are looking for Raven, they're definitely associated. Yeah. Like, yeah. Star, the people Starfire was with and the people after Raven, 
but we don't really know a name for them yet. Yeah. I don't think we have a group. Well, he, he's uh, the people she burns. I think she meant he sh- or someone mentions to her that the name of the guy was Constantine Kovar, and he's That's an right. actual character. Like he's in Bone and and he's in something else. Yeah. Okay. It's not the what same actor got, or anything, but like a code name or something. Like not KGB obviously. Oh yeah, but... like a super villain name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. He's some twelve level intellect. Um, <laughs> who all oh yeah beast boy we talked about he was in it for like three seconds um but i was i was actually kind of hoping that they wouldn't show him because they kept just kind of like just shove all the characters in the first episode feeling That's like if it had been even yeah. just robin and raven the whole time i would have been okay with that and maybe tease them at the end or something but that's okay Beast Boy fans yeah. were let down by this first episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it was still like a good first look. I yeah. thought I was I was happy to see him personally. Well, uh, yeah, Joe, you haven't gotten to talk much. Do you have any predictions? <laughs> predictions on where this might go? Well, if the second episode's out when this is out, then I'm going to say already. I loved what the second episode did with Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's not. I don't think they've ca- they cast a Cyborg for Doom Patrol for that show. Yeah. But we don't know if those shows are in the same universe because it seems like they have a different yeah. Doom Patrol yeah. cast for the Titans show already. So it's a little confusing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, oh, you could just cross those over really easily, but I guess not. Yeah. Well, they definitely have Hawk and Dove. Do we think that's maybe why they made Starfire be an African-American actress is because there's no cyborg? Like, they wanted to still have that diversity in there? Because that's what they did for, like, Jon Stewart on Justice League on purpose or whatever. Um, I had that Mm -hmm. thought while watching it, but it also just could be that, like, people were complaining about that originally, but, you know, she's an alien. She has orange skin, like, or, you know, normally. So it's like she wasn't wasn't white to begin with. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's the same as Martian Manhunter. How yeah, he yeah. has green skin, but they're both sort of like black characters in their yeah. own way. Just if you think about their, just the sort of like origins of them, like they're from another world and they are refugees here on Earth and they have to sort of like, it's it's kind of that like narrative of being trafficked, tra- trafficked away from your home country, right? brought to yeah, a new place and, and, and having to... And have prejudice against you and stuff like that. Like yeah. I, I've been watching, I'm... I'm I'm on the third season of the Teen Titans cartoon right now. Like, that's the... So I've been watching that again, and there's, like, several episodes that are pretty heavy, like, about Cyborg, like, being not accepted. And it'll always be a, oh, yeah, because I'm half robot, but it's, like, underlying tones Mm -hmm. of, like, oh, we know what you really mean by that. So I wonder if that'll come into play with this at all, because she's already, like, dressed dressed like she is and stuff, so... do you think her sister's gonna make an appearance? Right. And if she does, will they that call be... her Blackfire? <laughs> yeah, that's um. We'll see. I guess. That's the question. It's yeah. a little awkward. <laughs> Says the right? podcast full of white guys. I was gonna say we should probably get off this subject. You know, <laughs> we don't really know what we're talking about, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> um, was there really anything else? I I, I liked uh, that. At first, I was weirded out that it was in Detroit. Cause, like, this is a real city. Mm-hmm. Like, usually Titan mm-hmm. stuff's in, like, a fictional city, like Bloodhaven or Jump City right. or whatever. But that's... I, it makes sense, I guess, if they're going with the 
gritty, realistic, blah, 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 to be like, yeah. it's in a city that you know is bad, or whatever. So. <laughs> Detroit has no offense to anyone in Detroit listening to the podcast. <laughs> and Detroit has a lot of, um, like, DC history yeah. in it, too. You have the Justice League Detroit. Yeah, we're there with Vibe and Gypsy and John Stewart and all that. John Stewart, yeah, he lived in Detroit. I think uh, Cyborg did for a little while, too. But I have, um, I think I know where the first season's leading up to. Mm. It's going to be a showdown with Trigon. Yeah, they're definitely hinting at that pretty hard. Like, they even brought Mm -hmm. up, like, the whole portal thing where, like, you're the portal to let Trigon in, which is, like, what I just watched, like, a week ago. Did they name drop him? No, no, I no, I think they just said, like he will come when you're the doorway or something like that. I don't remember, but yeah, I'm not going to yeah. go back and check, <laughs> but it was something well, like that. I think for a Titan show to be successful, you also need to have a death stroke Definitely. in there at some point. Yeah. It would be pretty cool to see Manu Bennett come back from their well, show. I think there that... was a, a rumor about them doing Judas contract in the show. So, or a version nice. of it anyway, so... I'm sure they probably have... Yeah, is the character's name Judas? What is what is his name? Jericho, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. his son. Yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, Terra and yeah. all that stuff wrapped up into it. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a given. Um, maybe Brother Blood. He's a pretty cool Titans villain who's kind of tied into Trigon and stuff, some stuff like that. That's who I thought that Constantine Kovacs guy or whatever, <laughs> the guy who was, like, stabbing the hearts... Yeah. For a minute, I thought maybe he was Brother Blood for a second. Oh, yeah. But I don't think he was. The um, I, I think it's safe to say that this show is aimed at, like, teenagers still. Like, I think that it's it's meant for maybe, like, late teenager, teenager age people. Because obviously they have to be able to, like, be allowed to watch the show or whatever. But right. they're young enough to where... You know, the first thing that happens is I thought my sound wasn't working... Uh, correctly, the WB Us logo too. comes up, and then it was just Titans and Titans and Titans. Oh, good, this is what this show is going to be. Oh, no, right. and then, but then it was okay, <laughs> but it still has that, yeah, undertone of, of like, yeah, this is a angsty teenage thing or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it is the Titans, it's Teen, teen Titans, yeah, it's <laughs> part <laughs> territory. It's kind of weird that Robin stays as Robin and not Nightwing because he's like, right. fuck Batman, but I'm just going to be Robin still, <laughs> I guess. Uh-huh. I, I was thinking about that. I mean, he'll probably transition later in the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Do I a Young Justice three-year jump or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Um, if they, in season two, if they add new members, I want you both to tell me which two <laughs> Titans you'd like to see Hawk and Dove. <laughs> <laughs> That's obvious. Uh, I don't know. I like um, uh, Speedy would be good, like a Roy Harper version of, of some sort. Because um, he, I think that could fit pretty well. There's ones that wouldn't fit very well, like Bumblebee or um, ones with, that are more super powery mm-hmm. i guess but they are doing starfire mm-hmm. fire hands so yeah it, it, i think they can possible, handle it yeah. especially in a world with ant-man and wasp like those special effects are kind of we've seen them in a movie yeah, now that's true right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it would be uh, hard to follow that up i get like you have something to compare it to but then again you also have flash and superman and all that stuff that we see in both tv and movies 
Uh, I don't know what my second pick is. I'll have to think about it while Joe tells me both of his. <laughs> I, I will pull the same as you. Um, I I would like an Aqua Lad. Ooh, that's a good. Um, okay. Yeah, I could see it, especially after the movie. Right after the movie, make yeah. it tie in. God, I don't know. I don't know Titans enough. Uh, <laughs> I'll go next. I want I want Static. Ooh. I want to see Static. Okay. Okay. That'd be cool. Yeah, They're doing Black Lightning. Awesome. People are aware of that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Another Berlanti show. Like, yeah. we don't know which... Yeah, I mean, now that they're established, establishing the Elseworlds sort of right. multiverse stuff with the yeah, upcoming Batwoman. crossover, yeah. it seems like all these shows could potentially lead into each other yeah. since they're being produced by the same person. So, um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I'll do a Titans crossover with Supergirl so that you have to get DC right. Universe to see the half of the crossover. <laughs> Stargirl might be an obvious one. That'll be my second pick just because that show is coming to the streaming service and Jeff Johns is a big force behind it. And also James Robinson. I'm really excited about that. James Robinson is the guy who wrote the Starman comic. He's oh, okay. like one of the leading writers of the Stargirl show. So that makes Joe me Joe and I excited. nod and smile. Yes. You got to. <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge fan of Starman. Like, that makes me think, like, maybe they'll bring in the shade. Maybe they'll, like, have Solomon Grundy be in there. Because Solomon Grundy ends up being nice. He's, like, his best friend <laughs> in, in this comic. It's great. So I'm hoping they go all to all like Solomon places. Grundy. Yeah. Um, on a Born on Monday. Maybe they could do, like, a... Um, in the cartoon, Gizmo kind of becomes... A good person, sort of, uh, from the hive people. So maybe mm-hmm. someone like that, a, a character that is a villain for a while. Maybe it's Starfire, lol. I don't know. <laughs> I, I they'll probably not do that. I'm probably reading into Starfire killing someone too much, and that's just what people do in this show. <laughs> but it would be kind of cool to have her as, like, season one, uh, or at least the first few episodes or something. Like, she's too dangerous, and then... Because even when she appears in the cartoon, like, when they first meet her, she's a lot more combative and, like, get away from me and shooting people and all this stuff, right. and then they have to kind of calm her down and be like, this is Earth and it's okay. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What about romances? Because usually Robin and Starfire yeah. are together, right. and this is definitely a teen show. Mm-hmm. So... They're definitely going to start connecting eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, so far but, they've started connecting Robin and Raven, sort of. Yep. Like, But yeah. I don't know if that'll be a... I mean, the age gap might be too big for the characters, at least what they're supposed to be in the show. Like a big brother-little sister sort of relationship. Yeah, maybe. yeah that's true. And typically in the comics, and even the show, I think, Beast Boy and Raven yeah. end up connecting. Yeah. I ship yeah. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ship it. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, I want some Terra action, I'll be real. Yeah. 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 I won't bring her in. They gotta go there. They gotta go there. And Deathstroke, well, I, I wonder they that for season two or three. Maybe. They keep showing in the images and trailers and stuff that, like, it's gonna be, you know, Robin, Raven, Beast Boy, Starfire, those are the four main characters, but I wonder if Hawk and Dove will also be, like, part of the main team and not just, like, a one-off mm-hmm thing because they mm-hmm. you know the, of the characters they released like official images for of their costumes hawk and dove was like one of the first or second one to be released and yeah. the, and it's one of the more like comic accurate uh costumes so it'd be kind of a waste to just be like look at it and now goodbye <laughs> so, and and but maybe they're only showing the the four that you recognize the most because they want you to watch the show more mm-hmm. because of that i don't know 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think Hawk and Dove were ever in the animated series. No. Like, besides Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but they're definitely Titans. So yeah. They were around in the comic books for a while. So. I wonder if they'll do a similar... Since they're kind of starting, like, Batman v Superman style, like, in the middle of this universe, like, there's no... Mm. Uh, build up to robin leaving he's just already gone maybe they'll Mm -hmm. have a similar like oh yeah there was a different dove but he died and now it's the lady dove like Mm -hmm. usual i don't know yeah it's possible Um, yeah that dove the guy was hawk's brother like his actual brother and then this girl is like they're unrelated so they have this romantic aspect between hawk and dove not just like it's yeah. possible that that lady, his partner lady, is Dev. Maybe I, I, we're we're gonna sound like idiots if it's not, but it, it's maybe more possible because she keeps like ragging on Dick about partnerships and mm-hmm. if 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 she, she also has a partnership, time. yeah, exactly. It's like why show her off if she's not gonna do anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's my thought. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it won't be. It'll be. I think it's completely. likely. <laughs> well, we'll find out in three days. I don't know. <laughs> Very true. Well, do we have any closing thoughts? Uh, I give it a like a B minus, I guess. Like I, I look forward to the next episode. I didn't think mm-hmm. I would, I guess. So, I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Screw you, Maddie. You don't know what you're talking. About. <laughs> you didn't like it as much as the B minus. <laughs> I thought it was much better than expected. I was expecting a strong D minus, but I'm oh, giving yeah. it a C yeah. plus. <laughs> okay, okay. So it, I was it still expecting passes. A... Yeah. A, a T, a giant T tower. <laughs> wow. A Titan's tower. Ted's I would be got happy the to jokes. <laughs> I always do. I bring the jokes. <laughs> How do you live with this your whole life, Joe? Like It was hard. <laughs> Ted I... making dad jokes constantly and saying words wrong all the time. Like how do you I had what... ten years of them before he got booted off. <laughs> That's right. So. I was about to say I'm I moved out when he was yeah, ten. Ten, ten. years old. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> So. Did he say? Did he say things like words wrong when you lived with him? Like, was it a constant? Well, like, oh man, did. that's well, not how you I say did. that. I Joe did. did. Joe, uh, I gotta, Can I gotta tell, tell the story yet? on the podcast. I'm down, Joe down. used to not be able to say the word fish. Oh, very well. In- <laughs> instead, he would say shit, and it was hilarious. <laughs> we would take him to seafood restaurants, and I pointed the wall and be like, "Joe, look at that fish." Like that shit. <laughs> and he would, was he like? Was is this hilarious. like a little little kid funny thing? Yeah, or yeah. Was it was like two, two, two or three years. I thought old. we were talking like, yeah, he was fifteen and he just couldn't <laughs> say fish, and I was like, ah. <laughs> well, apparently, I just can't say names. Yeah, or any other word. Yeah. And you're an English major. <laughs> yeah, I was a well literature major. That's when you write it down. I get, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to say it I'm out loud. <laughs> There's plenty of words I've only seen written. I understand, but you know. Yeah, you don't have to re- You don't have to say every. I word. still get to make to... fun of him all the time. So. Well, <laughs> you and everyone else. <sighs> yep. <laughs> well, all right, James. Yeah, I guess that's all we have to say. I mean, it's it's Mm -hmm. not a lot to get out of one episode, but it's enough to get a good idea of what it's going to be like, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. Gratuitous violence was gratuitous. (laughs) I did watch an interview from the the Comic-Con that was just happening where someone had interviewed the chick playing Starfire about, like, are we going to see you in the Starfire normal costume? And she didn't say, like, yes, but she was like, you know, we're going to take it slow, uh like think mm-hmm. you, you'll be happy or something like that so uh, yeah i understand that you know they're not just gonna 
be like they gotta reveal she's an alien yeah right right yeah i guess if you didn't know anything about these that's kind of what they're trying to do because like the cartoons just starts off with they're already a team they're already Mm -hmm. in all their normal costumes and everything and they've been a team for a little while or whatever so i'm glad that we get to see the formation and uh yeah, they did that with the Grayson's poster also. Like, uh, oh, he was the boy from the dream. And I was like, yeah, I know that, but <laughs> maybe you didn't. But yeah. yeah, very true. Yeah looking, yeah, looking forward to the next episode. For sure. I wonder if Starfire is going to start the next one not remembering anything from the first one. That can get old <laughs> Every really episode. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she, maybe, yeah, maybe it's like a, uh, fifth, well, what is that? 51st Memento. Dates. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Me- uh, same movie. She has yeah. alien tattoos all over her. Just to remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she burns it into her own skin. Don't, <laughs> don't listen to his lies skin. or whatever. Yeah. Don't trust his lies. <laughs> don't trust his lies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, that's, that's that. Titans. <laughs> Interrupting again, Benjamin David from above and Batman Beyond. I was so excited, I left out two of the interviews from Comic-Con. Uh, interview clips that I got. The BTAS interview clips. Lauren Lester, the voice of Nightwing slash Robin. Uh, Dick Grayson, Robin from Batman the Animated Series and Adventures of Batman and Robin. And then when he came back as Nightwing... Uh, and then Diane Pershing, the voice of Poison Ivy. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Not sorry for interrupting. Peace. <laughs> I did it for you. You can't do it. You did it for me. Oh, now we're back. Wait. Psh, now we're back. Yeah, there we go. How else okay. would I have known? Um, yeah. So, you want me to tell you about Venom? I, I do just to follow up with what we just said about Titans. Um, Jeff okay. Johns, I heard, said that the show is going to show Robin's transition into Nightwing. Okay. And that's kind of cool. I think that I was I was expecting that, yeah. I mean, he's like yeah, Nightwing. Me too. Age it's kind of obvious. Point. Yeah, yeah. And he it's... seems like a very old Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's a detective. All right, cool. So, comic relief. Here we are. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. Whatever this is. <laughs> the segment uh, of it's a comic movie. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna spoil Venom. So if you if you're listening and you haven't watched Venom, uh do that question mark um do, do should i really go watch venom well like was it a good movie i would watch it again okay uh so we start out it's it's uh you see space outer space just stars and it was like creepy music and stuff kind of like an alien. Da, 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 yeah da, da, da. i'm doing the star wars theme song. <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> no it's uh <laughs> so it, it like you know like it, most alien movies start off with just space and the title like really slowly like piece by piece comes in and then there's a bunch of letters flying through the, the sky yeah mm-hmm. the, and then the yeah the the green the the yeah that uh, what are colors the yellow scroll of text it's a, the, mm-hmm. the republic is blah and the separatists of <laughs> yeah no so the uh, symbiotes have arrived on earth and so okay. by the way, this isn't a Star Wars movie. I don't. It, and it's not Venom, a Star Wars story. Oh. Uh, it's Marvel. It's owned by the same company. I see why you would be confused. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but... it's not though. It's Sony. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, uh, anyway, so it's space. There's a distress call. You don't see what the ship is. 
uh, until it's already like come, uh, you've already like know it's just crashing. So you're like, what am? Why do I care about the this at all? Why do I care about these people? Um, and but then it turns out it doesn't matter. Uh, like they they don't have really any impact on the story. Um, yeah, this the 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 CEO of bad com- bad company bad corporation incorporated is is like go to space and get some symbiotes that we know are there for some reason. Uh, come bring them back. Uh, one of them gets like escapes in inside the ship, I guess, and and like so it crashes. Uh, so it takes over an EMT who, as she's walking away, my friend Will pointed out what I didn't notice, which was that her ponytail is over the M on on her back of EMT, so it just says ET on her back, Ooh. which was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I hope that was on purpose. Is, is it a <laughs> nod to the movie ET? Oh, I'm of course. You know, that's I hope so. Yeah. Um, I hope so. <laughs> remember that part in ET where an alien sludge monster inhabited the? Okay, anyway. Uh, so you're thinking of Alf. <laughs> so there's this, there's this uh, particular uh, symbiote who has inhabited the EMT. The EMT goes this back and forth. We so we're seeing scenes of Eddie Brock. He's a uh, reporter. He's got his own like YouTube show or something. His internet show that he mm-hmm. does. And uh, Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, not um, yeah, not, not that seventies show, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it's it's back and forth of scenes of Eddie Brock and like EMT symbiote, and it's hopping person to person. It kills a bunch of people in like Chinatown in the city, and then inhabits an old uh, Chinese lady, and then that lady goes and walks off screen, and then there's a six months later time jump. Uh, Eddie Brock has been fired from his job for for being too nosy to the evil corporation incorporated bad guy um, and mm. so he gets fired and it jumps six months and then the next time that you see the symbiote it's still in that old Chinese lady <laughs> like six months later and it's what's not, she been doing I don't know months? that's what we laughed so hard at in the theater was like it's been six months <laughs> why didn't he jump to somebody else yeah I don't know so that that sim- then it jumps to a little girl uh, could have done that six yeah, months I ago I know I don't know <laughs> it's in an airport jumps in a little girl the girl gets on the plane and then the plane flies to San Francisco, where most of the movie takes place. And then that symbiote goes into the bad guy. And that's half Maybe the movie. Maybe there just wasn't a flight to San Francisco for six I months. don't know. You, know, you could just go it. from person to person all the way to San Francisco. It would probably have been the faster route. It wouldn't have taken you six mm. months to get there. Take over a truck driver. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so plow, plow. I think it actually is from is going from like Malaysia. where I think that's where it started. So maybe it still. So it was actually China and not. Oh, you're China. right. Well, really, I think so. <laughs> okay. I, I, anyway, the, the movie is I'm, such... yeah, I'm getting you stuck okay, on the wrong. Okay, all part. right. Yeah, that's the mo- that's the most <laughs> unimportant part of the movie. But anyway, that that one ends up being riot. It's important to me. That one ends up being riot, which is, I guess, a different symbiote bad guy character. Like there's Carnage, there's mm-hmm. Venom, and there's also one called Riot. Oh, I guess. Is Carnage in it too? Uh, well, we'll get there? to that. Um, oh. So. So that's half the first. That's like the first half of the movie. This movie is two and a half hours long. It's Infinity War length, and wow. it's but it did not feel that long as it was happening. Like luckily, somehow I don't know. Uh, Do you wish it was shorter? No, maybe slightly. Okay. There was like a couple moments yeah. where like okay, this joke is done. Please stop. But there mm-hmm. were not a lot. 
surprisingly. So that's okay, that's, good. that's like the first half of the movie is just that symbiote getting into the bad guy. What mixed with scenes of Eddie Brock doing reporting stuff. And then he finally, he uh, the, the Parks and Recreation, money please, girl, I don't remember her name. But she, uh, <laughs> she's like a scientist at the at Evil Corporation, uh, and she's like Eddie Brock. Hey, come with me. They're doing bad stuff. You got to report it. You got to get it out to the world. So he's like, okay, I like, I hate this guy. I'll come with you. So he goes there and he sees his homeless friend who he had been like, ex- inter- he exchanged a few lines with this homeless lady at the start of the movie. That's like his best friend or something, <laughs> and. Uh, She's she. They've been rounding up homeless people to test symbiote uh, reactions on like, can this symbiote merge with this person? And so Eddie Brock goes in and he's like, oh, my homeless friend, what are you doing in here? And she's like, help me, get me out of here. And he opens the door for her. He breaks the door open and then she leaps on him. And that's how Venom gets into his body. And she's like, JK, I was Venom. And uh, it turns out. How do you know? I don't know. Are there any like telling signs? Like it's not in their eyes? No, it's. uh, Well, on her, it was just nothing. She was just being kind of schizo a little bit. And that's about Mm. it. But uh, it's a little bit vague, like why Venom merges with Eddie Brock so well. Like they just say it. They just say, like, oh, this is the perfect match. I finally felt like it works. And so the bad guys are like Mm -hmm. monitoring the fact that he has it in him. And they're like, oh, it's a perfect match. Like, oh, we found it. We finally did it. And uh, but and meanwhile, Eddie Brock's just running around his apartment, like eating. A... It's like it's like Tinder. It's swiping, <laughs> yeah. swiping left on <gasps> the homeless this is, lady this is on booty, the yes, EMT. This is the Venom booty call. Is... <laughs> there he goes. Finally yeah. a swipe right. Finally a super like. <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> this is the superhero movie we've been waiting for. Um, uh, so Eddie Brock is at his apartment, and Venom. He's hearing Venom talking inside of his head. So in this movie, I don't know if this is a normal thing, but Venom is not the combo of Eddie Brock and the symbiote he venom is just the symbiote and Eddie Brock is like the dude wearing an Egger suit. Uh, and I don't know if that's a normal thing. Cause I feel like whenever it is, whenever Eddie Brock in Spider-Man three got the symbiote, he just became bad guy venom. Mm-hmm. Like he was venom. But I, maybe that's normal. Maybe what the, the movie, this movie. I'm not up normal. on my Spider-Man, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But I always imagine it was kind of like the Hulk, where Bruce yeah. Banner and the Hulk are kind yeah. of a totally it different. It is very similar to that in this movie. Um, yeah. So Eddie Brock's going around his apartment. He's like uh, eating a bunch of weird stuff. Like he eats uh, out of the garbage, and then he eats some frozen tater tots without being cooked. Like he's just constantly hungry. And, uh, and he goes in the bathroom, he throws up, and then he looks in the mirror, and it's like, Eddie! And, like, he flies backward. You saw that in the trailer. Um, and then all the guy, the bad guys come over to, like, hey, we got to get the symbiote back. That's our property. And Venom fucks them all up. He tentacle shoots out of Eddie Brock's arms and is like, "I'm now we're going to murder all these people. And he's like, why? I don't want to murder anybody. Oh, I remember that in the, yeah. the trailer, too. And, yeah. uh, but then they get there's a big car chase with the motorcycle, and he does the thing where he flies off the motorcycle, and then the tentacles go, <laughs> and he goes back onto the motorcycle. But it was a much uh-huh. it was a much better done shot than what's in the trailer. The trailer shot like looked really terrible CGI wise, and I was not looking forward to that moment. Uh, but it was a lot better fixed <laughs> in it. the actual movie. That's good. Uh, so that happens. Then the cars all crash, and he flies off the motorcycle, and that's the moment where you see him like get up off the ground, and the face comes over his face for the first time. And he's 
oh, I'm going to eat your legs, and I'm going to rip your arms off, and then blah, blah, blah. He says all these terrible things. Then he eats that guy's head. No, he doesn't. He throws that guy away. He eats a different guy's head. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, um, <laughs> I know you sorry, were confused. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> uh, so then he's just on, like, the most of the rest of the movie is him just on the run and trying to get back into the bad guy corporation to take the bad guy down. And then at the end of the nice. movie, the bad guy who has Riot in him is going to, like, shoot a rocket into space with him on it so that he can go get all the other symbiotes from the symbiote planet and come back and like just... Like Carnage. Yeah, and just come back and just take over everybody's body with symbiotes. Symbiotes. And, so uh, it's leading it open for a sequel. Kind of, but the rocket gets destroyed. Uh, <laughs> so he oh. does not succeed. <laughs> he does not succeed. Um, most of the movie, like most of the good parts of the movie are just when Eddie Brock and Venom are having conversations with each other and he's like, mm-hmm. he like deciding whether or not for, to let Venom take over. And sometimes Venom just takes over without his permission and stuff like that. And, but by the end they're like, they have like a mutual, like we're okay with each other thing. Um, which was a little bit forced. Uh, that was my only, com- mm-hmm. that was my main complaint, I guess, was that Venom just decides to be like a superhero basically. Uh, like he's, he, for the, most of the movie, he's just this weird ass, like, you know, if you don't eat food, if you don't feed me, like, I'm just going to start eating all your, your internal organs as food, uh, instead and mm. just like threatening him and stuff like that. And then as soon as the ba- other bad guy symbiotes, like, I'm going to go to the symbiote planet and get those guys. Then Venom's like, oh, I don't want that to happen. Cause reasons. Cause like there's he's probably because he doesn't want to share the world with other people. I guess maybe, but <laughs> so he's yeah. so they fight for a while. There's a big CGI DC Comics movie fight uh, in uh, explosions and lasers and stuff, and uh, he they kills the the bad one, and then you think Venom dies because there's a giant explosion. Um, but he didn't, I guess, because at the end of the movie, he's still like hearing him in his head and stuff. And so I guess mm. it's just implied that, oh, no, it's not implied. You do literally see him <laughs> come out again yeah. at the very end. So, um, but then uh, I have to ask, yeah, uh-huh. is there Spider-Man? Is there Tom is Holland not. There is no oh, reference or, sad. yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of like, I was 50-50 whether I wanted it to happen or not, because on one hand, it would have been cool to see because they were like, oh, that means I guess it's in the MCU. I don't know. But at the same time, it's sort like kinda. it would have been a little bit like heavy-handed. Uh, maybe it shouldn't be in the MCU. Like this doesn't feel like it should be. It feels like it's not a terrible mm-hmm. movie, but it's like uh, I don't know. It feels different. It's like if Amazing Spider-Man was part of just that's part of the MCU now, or instead of New Spider-Man. Well, maybe Venom's part of Amazing Spider-Man. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Um, I don't know either. Yeah, the 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 the, the mid-credits scene is Eddie Brock going to a. Uh, penitentiary and um, uh, what's his name from Zombieland and uh, Solo and uh, Woody Harrelson yeah and Cheers nice <laughs> he's in he, what's he doing there so he's in a prison cell and he's got uh, red curly hair and he's like hey I'm a serial killer and if I ever get out of here there's gonna be carnage and that's the end of the movie Ooh. yeah so that was a little nice. bit on the that's... nose but it was also cool 
Um, uh-huh. <laughs> my friend Joe ruined that for me because he was like looking through the cast and was like, oh, Woody Harrelson's in this movie. You're like, oh, who does he play? And then it was just whatever the alternate identity of Carnage is. And I was like, God damn it. Nice. <laughs> but, but it was so cool. That's cool, cool yeah. though. That's good casting. Yeah. I mean, now that you know the whole movie, I would still say it's worth seeing. Um, I'm, I'll probably, I'll see it at my local like $3 sure, movie yeah. theater. Yeah, get it from Redbox or something. Oh, yeah. No, go do, yeah, mm-hmm. do the pizza beer theater. Yeah. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a coupon. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That sounds like a movie that happened. Yeah, it was way better than I expected. It was still not like a great movie, but it was, I think I enjoyed it better than um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was kind of a boring oh, okay. movie. Um, I kind of did enjoy Ant-Man, though. Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I, I, it was definitely better than The Predator, which you also didn't see. <laughs> so, nope. As we nope. all know. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's my Venom analysis. I give it a C+. So uh, okay, I I I, okay. I kind like I kind of look forward to watching it again. Like I left with a little bit. Venom's always been a cool character to me. So like I, even like oh that was really cool design that wise. Was the other thing sure. I was gonna do, I forgot I was gonna do that. Um, it right after Spider Man three came out, uh, like um what what year was that? Two thousand eight. So eight no. I'm, I have to fact check you. Find this out for me. Two thousand seven. 2007. Okay, so I was a junior in high school, and I wrote a review of it right after seeing the movie, um, and it was mostly about my problems with Venom. And this is before like I would have been influenced by any like internet like reviews of it. Like I, this is just my own thoughts of it. I wish I could, sure. you know, find this stupid thing. Uh, I'm just gonna see what. Venom, 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 Venom. Oh, yeah, there's a super sick Eminem uh, song called Venom about Venom that's in the end credits. <laughs> it's not, it's not good, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been stuck. It's been stuck in my head. And any time that I say Venom, I just say Venom, Venom. They ain't gonna know what hit them and all this stuff. So, oh my God, <laughs> search faster! I found a picture of Venom. All right, off to a good start. That's a great start. You want to talk about whatever comic or whatever stupid thing you read while I look for this? <laughs> Did you read Doomsday right, Clock? Do my... I don't want to hear about it. Don't tell me. No, no, I haven't. I mean, no, I've read number seven. Yeah, I've I talked know. a little bit about that in like two episodes ago. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, but no, I read Batman number 56. And by the time we talk about this, probably number 57 is already out. Mm-hmm. But this was an episode after, or not an episode, an issue that after two other comics, 54 and 55, have kind of been about um, Batman and Nightwing's relationship, just kind of like their, um, just their dynamic, obviously the, the, the dynamic duo, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, I, I talked about number 54 a few podcasts ago about how that was kind of a reflection, and, and we talked a bit about how Dick Grayson likes cucumber sandwiches for right, some reason. Right. Um, this one is kind of like the start to, to sort of a new story. Um, they end up chasing down the KG beast and in this conflict, um, well, they're, they're after someone else. The KG beast is hunting them and the KG beast ends up sniping. Like they, they basically have the bat signal and they call, uh, Commissioner Gordon calls Batman and Nightwing to, the rooftop, and as he's like telling him, like, "Hey, we have this case, you know, I have this info for you." KG Beast is across 
the next building oh. with a sniper wow. rifle Whoa. through the window, <laughs> and he ends up sniping Nightwing in the head. Um, oh, I, which, okay. Is that's this like the, how the issue ends. Is this? Yeah. I've read something about how this is happening, and he like loses his memory, and he's going to start going by apparently, Rick Grayson. Apparently so, yeah. and he's not. So this didn't start that like the only thing that this issue created was like oh shit Nightwing just got sniped in the head yeah um and apparently those repercussions are gonna follow through in the Nightwing's book Titan's book obviously Batman's book and uh we'll see if I mean he's gonna go by Rick Grayson now yeah. that's just probably it seems like DC Comics has a problem with Dick right now they got mad about <laughs> Batman Damned. They don't like Nightwing's name yeah, anymore. Somebody's got a problem with Nick over here. Yeah, no, the I, I people it. are getting upset about this, but it's like this is going to be a temporary thing, as it always is. Or who mm-hmm. cares? <laughs> I don't know. It's like yeah, if the, it's still his name, like it's still Richard. It's still they're right. not like oh, his name it's, is his name is. This seems like a personality Eduardo change. Now. Like he's losing <laughs> memories. His personality shifting. He's forgetting skills that he had. And stuff like that. So that'll be an interesting new direction for the character. Um, but yeah, it was a really shocking way to end yeah. the the story. And and like as someone who has been enjoying Tom King, especially his run on Mister Miracle, which I don't know if I told you this yet, but we're probably gonna have a guest on in a future episode, probably like two episodes from now. Um, I'm gonna have a buddy of mine who's a stand-up comedian here in Asheville mm-hmm. who does. Uh, sort of like superhero comic book oriented comedy. Uh, yeah. And so he's he's going to come on to talk no. about Mr. Miracle. No. Vito. Oh, we're not doing it. <laughs> we we People might. People you okay. know but tend anyway. to suck. I'm just going to say. <laughs> like that My brother of yours. A piece yeah, of he, work. he's a rotten. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> but Tom King's okay. a good writer, yeah. usually. But he's been doing a lot of things lately for shock value. Like like we said last time with Heroes and Crisis, how there was that huge body count involving Wally West and Roy Harper um, oh, right, among right, some okay. other characters. So I don't know. Lately, it seems like Tom King's just like doing things just to like who needed Nightwing to get shot in the head. I don't know, but it happened. And here we are. So you want to hear my um, Spider-Man 3? Yeah, tell response? me about... Your your high school Venom. Yeah, this is Spider-Man my seven, 16 or 17-year-old uh, Spider-Man 3 review. <clears throat> it's a shame this movie blew so much. I wish they had done a better job on it. <laughs> That's great, great dialogue there. Uh, even using Danny Elfman for the composer would have helped for crying out loud. Big mistake What's there. What's wrong with Danny Elfman? Is he not? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh and the, that 70s show guy is Venom? Please. I think we all learned that more than one main focus villain in a superhero movie was a bad idea when they made Batman and Robin. If this movie was solely about the second Goblin or solely about Venom, I would be satisfied. Unfortunately, they threw in both Sandman, threw in both and Sandman too. Make Harry the nicest guy on the planet. Add a dash of terrible storyline and love angle and keep this movie from getting any good ratings. Who cares if it blew out box office records? It can kiss my ass for all I care. That was my <laughs> Spider-Man 3 review. Thank you, 2007 James. Good job. Um, Venom's better. <laughs> uh, Venom's better than Spider-Man so. 3. Although now I just really want to watch Spider-Man 3, so... Yeah, the the scene where Tim McGuire's walking down the street 
Yeah. And that's great. <laughs> there, there was actually that a really a really funny scene in Venom. Like, I'm not lying. Um, right after he gets Venom in him and he doesn't know why he's, like, really hungry and craving all this stuff, he just goes and meets his ex-girlfriend at a, a diner where she's eating with her current boyfriend. And it's, like, this super fancy restaurant. And Eddie Brock's just in, like a super sweaty t-shirt and a gross uh, hoodie and all this stuff. And he hasn't showered in like three days or whatever. And he just gets in there and starts like trying to warn her about the bad guy stuff. But he just keeps seeing all the food and he just grabs like a entire lobster and bites the head off and is just chewing it really grossly. And he's taking other people's <laughs> food. It's really funny. And like the ending of it is just, he like sees the whole tank of lobsters, like live lobsters. And he's just, I'm really hot. And he just goes and sits in it. Like, <laughs> ah, and he's just in the water. And then he just grabs a lobster awesome. and starts eating it. And yeah, it was like a very like Jim Carrey kind of <laughs> moment, like a mask <laughs> moment or something. But I liked it a lot. Sometimes you're just the crazy ex-boyfriend from up there. <laughs> he's got an alien nice. symbiote inside his brain. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, what else well, is uh, happening? I had I had one more thing that okay. I read. Um, I read Fight Club Two, which was is it a uh, sequel Palinuk. to Fight Club? It is. Do we talk about it? Do we not talk guy. about it? <laughs> the first the first rule of Fight Club Two is you yeah yeah is you can talk about but, Fight Club Two. Oh okay okay yeah. So <laughs> uh, but so what was really cool about this is it was written as a graphic novel. Um, oh, first like on and purpose. foremost, okay. Yeah, on purpose uh, by the the same writer of the original. That's, it did Chuck sound Palinuk. like you were maybe bringing up like, oh, they were gonna make a Fight Club too, but then they're like, a no, and so they make it into mm-hmm. a graphic novel. But that's well, cool. That recently, he's announced that he's working on Fight Club Three. But <laughs> they'll just make Fight Club later. Three a movie and expect you to read the comic. <laughs> uh, no, um, I think I think it's gonna be a comic too, but. This comic was really meta in a couple ways. Um, they do talk about the movie a lot, uh-huh. it being a movie. Um, they talk about, like, the writer, Chuck Palahniuk, wrote himself in the book. And there's a point near the, uh, near the end, here we go, spoiling <laughs> some stuff, where, like, it's kind of goes into the third act. And for it to move forward, uh, Marla Singer, who in the movie was played by, um, uh, oh, what's her name? You know, Harry Potter chick? Yeah. Bellatrix um, Lestrange.com. Like, like, yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I feel so bad that I have Goth woman name. lady. Laid person. Yeah, it is. Um, Cecil Beatriz, Helena Bonham Carter, who's married to Tim Burton. Helena. So Did anyway, you say Helena just now. Yeah. Continue. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah. So Marla Singer, her character, uh-huh. she's in the ends cycle. up having. Yeah, yeah. She so she and um. Edward Norton's character from the movie. I forget his name in that, but in this book, he's like changed his name to Sebastian for some oh. reason. Maybe that's what it was in the first one. Um, the movie and ends then, in such a like not continual yeah, they watch fashion. Everything yeah, blow up. Weird. Yeah. Well, she and Sebastian get married and have a kid, mm. and Tyler Durden, for all intents and purposes, is gone. Mm-hmm. Like he's not around anymore. But actually, he is, and Fight Club is still going, and he's still, like, secretly manipulating events of the world. Like, he's basically the one guy who's controlling every political sort of thing. Like, he's controlling the world. <laughs> I know. And so it's um, I it's ridiculous. Myself, so. Like, he comes back, and he ends up calling 
their son and like giving him instructions on how to make bombs over the phone. So is it flash and forward so to like years? Oh, or... it's like fifteen years later. Yeah, okay. yeah. You probably said that. Time I, missed later. It. Yeah. I didn't yet, but now I do. Well, <laughs> there's um. You remember Robert Paulson? How it's his like, name was his Robert name Paulson. Was Robert yeah, Paulson. Yeah, yeah. His name was Robert yes, Paulson. Yes, it was. They do that, and when they chant it, he comes out of the ground like Solomon Grundy. Oh, shit. And he's got, like, a chunk missing out of his <laughs> head, and cool. he's like this zombie. <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> so um, there's that, and then uh, Marla Singer is still going to, like, all of her self-help support groups, you know, where it's like, well, this one's for colon yeah, yeah. cancer. This is for whatever. A pill um, for my goes... blood pressure. A pill for my diabetes. Yeah. I don't even remember what this one's for. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dick holes. <clears throat> anyway, that's what she says, right? Amanda What's... Waller. She's taking pills for dick holes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes to one with people <laughs> who has... Um, I know. <laughs> it's um HGPS, which is the Hutchinson Guilford... I had to Google this. Gilbert Godfrey um, disease. Per- <laughs> progeria syndrome. I probably didn't say that right, but it's okay. the one where kids age too fast. It's like you oh, probably right. would recognize... Okay. Someone who anti baby doll um, disease. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of like a Benjamin Button. I don't know. It, but <laughs> what's really crazy is she like goes to this scenario, and it's like all these kids who aged to be just aged too quickly, and they have like this make a wish sort of thing, and they all like she convinces the whole self help group to use their make a wish to get like access to these huge arsenals of weapons and ends up like militarizing these people with this debilitating deadly disease <laughs> to go to the, like this foreign country and parachute out of a helicopter and they end up like destabilizing this is a really bizarre this... sequel <laughs> it was insane um but it was a really fun read not, <laughs> that's all yeah, i'm gonna say about adding, it. like supernatural <laughs> elements and Huh. Yeah, breaking know. the fourth wall with like, well, I mean, not the fourth wall necessarily, but it was being meta with breaking the fact the that third Chuck, Chuck Palahniuk, yeah. like she has to call the writer to figure out what to do next. And that's oh, like, okay. it's pretty okay. crazy. So the time he's insane. at a book club. Yeah. yeah, it is. He's at a book club with these three women who are all like, stop ripping off our ideas for your next <laughs> book. <Stop laughs> that's always reading the funny. script for this book and knowing what we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a speaking of all this kind of thing there's a deadpool they're re-releasing deadpool 2 at christmas time um and it's okay. a pg version of the movie so it's like a what? family version and but here's like i thought that was stupid until i heard that uh fred savage is reprising his character from his little he played the little boy in um uh princess bride who's being read mm-hmm. the story of princess bride He's reprising nice. his role as that kid, like a, as a grown man, and he's being read the story of Deadpool <laughs> 2 from Deadpool. <laughs> like, Red nice. Deadpool is reading wow. him the story, and it's the That's PG awesome. version of the movie. <laughs> so I was like, I have to go That's see it again, so I guess. Good. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Deadpool 2 is such a good movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, um, oh, we got well one. Done, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, we have one let- letter of sorts, a maily okay. thing. I gotta get to it. <clears throat> Our untitled mail segment. Yeah. Oh, thanks iPhone update software update for making my albums horizontal now instead of vertical. That definitely was broken. Fix that. Okay. Uh, Joshua Hammonds. He's writes in a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I like it when the same people write in stuff, and I'm not. I'm definitely yeah. gonna read it. But you know. Maybe if you're listening and you never wrote something to us, think of something that you'd like to ask us and we'll uh, 
maybe do it. So he says, hey, DCAU Watchtower. That's us. Um, I was just curious why, when you guys do a timeline on the DCAU, why or what made you guys use years instead of just saying what order things came in? To me, using the years is basically the exact years these DCAU shows came out. So I guess he's asking, like, you know, why do an act like a timeline of time instead of just figuring out the chronology chronology you know yeah uh, but that may, i mean i guess the answer is there are hardcore dates yeah in the shows because, yeah it is possible so why not i guess is the basic answer mm-hmm. um it the the even though they do lineups closely to when the shows came out yeah but not except exactly, that and beyond yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the main, like, the goal of doing the timeline in general is to provide a chronological order for everything so that you can, if you decide, like, I'd like to watch all of the DCAU in chronological order, then we have made that uh, uh, a thing that you can, now you know what to do kind of thing. Now it's a now it's there. It wasn't there before. But it's, like, it's also it, the, really the only way to do that correctly is to do it by time because if you were just like okay bane's in this episode and he references another episode later or he references the previous episode next time we see him or something like that then obviously those two episodes go in that order but what do you put in between it you know so the only way to really Mm -hmm. figure that out is to okay we know these solid years and then from there figure out how many months away things are because people actually say months or seasons holidays and stuff like that so right right. because we can okay that's why it's a great answer (laughs) (laughs) we yes we can obama 2008 um that's the end of the show you people (laughs) that's the show i guess so uh, I didn't. I read. Yeah. I read Venom this week, and I didn't have any news, so it was a great week. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, th- I hope I made up for it. Well, let us yeah. know what you want us to do next week. I think we might be recording on Halloween. Ooh. We got a Halloween episode. Ooh. Let me double check. Oh, it'll be released after. Oh, Halloween. yeah, we are. We so. are recording on Halloween. Yeah, it'll be a spooky well, old probably, episode. It probably won't be on Halloween. Uh, it'll be close to Halloween. We can make it a spooky episode. Yeah. Well, there's something else that's supposed to be happening on Halloween, but I don't want to say what it is just in case it does. <laughs> the, the end of the world? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because it would make so. you look stupid. Third just time's like the, a charm, am I right? Y- 2012. Yeah, Y2K, you know? 2012. Uh, 10, 31, 18. It's a little harder to say, but, you know. Hmm. Um, oh, I, I finally realized what you're talking about. What are you talking Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's thanks, a surprise. thanks for listening, everybody. Um, if you listen to this show and you're like, this was good, uh, thanks, because it's not. But <laughs> <laughs> you can tell other people about it, uh, and then they can also listen to it. That's how it works in the field of podcasting. And uh, It's like they said in Batman 8, uh-huh. 89, uh-huh. tell your friends about me. Yeah, we should use that clip. It's going to happen now. It's, anyway, um, okay. I should probably like reference my document that tells me what to say at the ends of episodes because I can never remember. Why'd they update we this named... app too? There's so many app updates. I don't know where anything you... is. Oh. <sighs> okay. You should just lose your phone like me. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a phone, you can't update your apps. Exactly. Uh, we did the mail segment. Here's a shout out. Adam Mullen. 
Hey. He does the music for us. Happy birthday, Adam. Yeah. As is what? I don't know. I'm sure it, it happened. At it some happened point. this year, I think. Yeah. Um, he's at musica-atomica.com. That's where you can, if you want, if you like his music. He does the Vanishing Point theme. Everybody seems to like that. Do, 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 he do, also do, does do, the, do, yeah, you do, got do, it. He also does all the Watchtower Database intro music and the intro music to this and like any other music you hear on the channel that's not from the shows. If you, you can hire him to write music for you, I think. Um, really? He, we are on social media at DCAU Watchtower. That's not DCEU Watchtower because if you'll notice, we don't talk about that very often um so Sometimes. don't go there uh also info at watchtowerdatabase.com those are the two ways you can send us some things to talk about or letter segmenty stuff um we're out every other monday this podcast is i mean <laughs> mm -hmm. uh on itunes and youtube and maybe other things in the future because we keep saying that and it, yeah i don't know question mark we're working on it yeah yeah. We're also working on a website. Yeah. We've been working on that for a couple of days now. Um, video schedule. It's, uh, oh, Sunday. <laughs> I was like, what's the first day in the order? Sunday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday. Then Sunday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday. And then Sunday, and then Thursday, and then Monday, and then Tuesday. Then Sunday. Then hmm. Thursday, Monday. Tuesday, Sunday. Then it's oh, okay. Sunday. No. Oh man, I messed it but up. There, it's gonna. We we might be shifting it around, and then. You're for, right. You're right. Actually, year. I might have. Might, I might have said all little... of them already. <laughs> I might have said it's all the ones that yeah. left. Yeah. We got a little New Year shuffle going yeah, on. Yeah, it'll happen. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll probably talk more about that later. Yeah, once we know exactly what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> but you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/WatchTowerDatabase. Uh, you're probably listening to this on that YouTube channel because based on our numbers from iTunes, like three people listen to it on iTunes and hundreds on YouTube. So uh, you can also support us at patreon.com slash DCAU Watchtower. That's DCAU Watchtower. Uh, there's lots of cool stuff over there. You can see videos a day early. You can vote for what video you want next. You can vote. Bit, Voting yeah. is important. Voting is very vote. important at this time Especially of year. Especially on November 6th. Mm -hmm. That's a good voting day. Mm -hmm. We'll plug that again on the next episode. Yeah, that'll be a, a day after the, ne the next episode comes out. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's also, uh, what else is there? You can get personalized artwork from yours truly. You can talk with me and Ted once a month on a live thing. We actually probably, I guess we probably need to do that soon <laughs> for this oh, month. Yeah. Uh, and that's it, I guess. Um, I guess so. Yeah. We've reached the end well, of the episode. We have. What was the yeah, inside joke this time that you end the episode on? I don't even... Venom, venom, well, venom, 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 venom. Yeah, that's good. Uh, th we can save that one for a different day. Today is not that day. <laughs> ah, that's the joke. That's the joke. There it is. All right. <laughs> Somehow you remember what, what we said earlier in the episode. Comedy is repetition. <laughs> I'll hear it later when I edit it. All right. Thanks, All right. thanks everybody. See you in the future. Goodbye. Bye.